Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to Trolled, the podcast that takes your online Twitter experience of being trolled and turns it into something positive, exciting, enhancing, empowering and ultimately moving but hopefully funny. On today's Trolled, a man who's been living a double life for years. Not only is he one of Britain's favourite pub landlords, he's also one of the UK's most loved comics. He's an award-winning, by-election losing, drum-loving, Oxford history graduate who has a secret door in his house. There's plenty there for the Trolls to get stuck into, including an apparent relationship with David Cameron. It is the brilliant Al Murray. Al, how did you get on Twitter and when did you get on Twitter? I got on Twitter, I think it must be eight or nine years ago, and I got onto it because uh, it was... Um, I, I, I really loved Facebook when I first went on it. I was going through a divorce and it gave me a social life kind of quite quite quickly and instantly and kept me in touch with a load of people and uh, and I was touring and it just meant, you know, you, you, it, easier than phoning people. You know, you put <laughs> stuff on your wall and you're in touch with people and you can organise an event, you can say everyone... I'm having lunch on Sunday, you can put pictures up of it and everyone, you know, it's nice. And then Twitter looked like a different thing because it was not really about that. It was. It looked like it was about some fun and tomfoolery, a bit of arguing and a bit of this and that. And then I got really drawn into Twitter properly by the Twitter joke trial, which was the um, thing with Paul Chambers and, and uh, Sarah Crazy Colours. And uh, he got in trouble because he'd tweeted... Uh, Crap, Robin Hood Airport is closed down. They've got um, something like seven days to get their act together or I'm going to blow the place sky high. And it was obviously a joke. And he got into trouble because someone at the airport in security looked at Twitter search to see what people were saying about Robin Hood Airport, saw that, and uh, although he realised it was a joke, the protocol said he had to pass it up as a potential terror threat. And it went all the way up to Paul getting a conviction, electronic communications conviction, um, which is a bit of weird Blairite law that was brought in after 9-11 to, so that if you put something on the online saying how fantastic you thought 9-11 was, you'd get into trouble. And that bit of law ended up being used on Paul somehow. Oh, that's right. I forgot he got convicted. Did oh, he yeah, actually yeah, yeah, serve yeah. time? Uh, no, no, but he lost his job and, <gasps> and all this sort of thing. And, of course, the, 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 the terrible thing about it was is that um, uh, uh, Sarah was from Northern Ireland where they're not, re- and that's, and they'd met on, they'd met on Twitter, this couple, and they were going to, they were going to get together. They were, he was going to go see her, and he was, he was complaining about the fact that the airport was shut, and he wasn't going to be able to get to Belfast to see her, right? So they'd met through Twitter, and 
And they, you know, understandably, Northern Ireland, they're a bit funny about people with terror convictions, <laughs> right, for some reason. So it made life extremely difficult for him. And I think he was training to be an accountant at the time. He lost that job and all this sort of things. So I can't remember. I, I, that, that detail might be wrong. Anyway, disastrous. So I sort of thought, well, you know, it, uh, this is obviously dreadful. It's, it's a perfect example of bad cases make hard law. It's a perfect example of how the law is like a blunt instrument and that's why it needs to be applied precisely. Um, you can't just flatten some dude making a joke with the full force of the law. And we ended up in an appeal, and we had a, we did two appeals, and we did the with David Allen Green, who people might know on Twitter, because um, he talks about Brexit a lot at the moment, that's a constitutional right. law. Jack of Kent he used to be called. And was Graham Linehan involved? And Graham Graham Linehan was involved, and Stephen Fry as well. Um, and we went through one appeal, and we had two judges, and we were deadlocked on the two judges, and. Which was very frustrating because you you think, you know, how come on, honestly, how have we ended up here? And then the third appeal, the CPS didn't even turn up, and it was Keir Starmer um, at at the time um, was very he was involved in the original prosecution. I think I think it's that long ago. The line. No, 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 he wasn't. No, but he was. But but he was involved in. He 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 basically said, yeah, you know, the law needs to be applied here. But we ended up in the we ended up in the High Court. With, the, with Lord Justice Judge, which is just the best name for a judge. <laughs> Sounds like something out of Peppa yeah, Pig. Uh, yeah, exactly. And the CPS, the CPS didn't even turn up, so we knew he'd won. And then the ruling was all these lawyers sort of going, oh, you know, Shakespeare says hang all the lawyers, but he didn't mean it, it was just a joke. And, you, and the thing is, and it still, this still applies on Twitter, and this is, of course, why this whole trolling and thing is so interesting, is, is people do have, um, you know, Twitter is an interesting thing. It's it's a pra- it's a platform, so you don't have freedom of speech on Twitter. It's up to them that you're you're, you're abiding by their rules, right? So when people go, oh, you're curtailing my freedom of speech by stopping me tweet. No, no, no. It's a it's a platform, and th- they have their house rules. It's up to them. So so your freedom of you have a freedom to publish on the internet, but but then via the providers who are there and what they what they're happy to put up with and mm. what they regard as their limits, which is the thing you see with Twitter a lot, and and. And I, I'm really not happy when people get into trouble for joking on Twitter. And I'm very fortunate. As a comedian, I have a license. So I can say outrageous, daft things. And people might say, you shouldn't say that's offensive. But what's not going to... I'm not, I'm not going to get my collar felt. Because I'm granted the context of being a comic. Is that true? I think that is true. And I think, I think comedians... That certainly exists for comics. I mean, I mean, I mean... You know, I'm not one of these, you know, uh, there's always this there's this debate about comedy that I find really boring and reductive when people go, you know, you should be able to joke about anything. And Ricky Gervais says, you should be able to joke about it, uh, almost anything. And you think, well, the almost is doing, the almost is doing literally all the work there. Yeah. Right. The, 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 that's like but in a sentence, you know, um, you know, I've been a lifelong this, that and the other but, right? The but is where it all ends. Um, uh, it's the almost is doing all is all doing all the work for Ricky there, and I'm not one of those comics who thinks, oh, I'm going to go out and offend people, right? I, I think I'm going to go out and try and make I'm going to try and be funny, and sometimes use use things that cause that are outrageous because I think offensive is the wrong word. Outrageous is the thing I think of Dame Edna. He's outrageous. She's outrageous. I don't think of, of offense as part of that part of the the, the way um, that act works, and so I'm not really I'm really not interested in the idea of offensiveness. As an end in itself, right? Um, so obviously that's where being on a public platform, where the, all that discourse piles in, and when people get into trouble for making jokes, and when their solicitors tell them to plead guilty, um, I'm always, I'm usually pretty worried about it. 
which obviously immediately takes us then on to the bloke with the Nazi dog. Now, what was that? Because that's been thrown at me and Rachel Riley a few times. Well, I don't know what it was. The Count Duncula, and um, it's, uh, I think he's, in, he's a guy in Scotland, and, and he was prosecuted because he, was, he, was, he posted a video of him getting his... He said he's going to make his cute dog as uncute as possible, is, th- is what he said he was doing. And, and the, the dog's saying, and he's saying, getting the dog to, to do a Nazi salute, Sig Heil, and he's, get, he's saying to the dog, go on, say gas the Jews, right? <gasps> right? Okay. Totally, out, totally outrageous. Now... The thing is, is his prosecution, um, he, he, did, he, he didn't end up, he, 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 I mean, I, the thing is, the problem is, is the prosecution made him, prosecuting him made a martyr of him. Prosecuting elevated him way beyond what that joke, if it was a joke, was worth. Right. What he was trying to do was, was worthwhile. I don't, I mean, I'm, uh, uh, you know, I'm completely in, and I'm happy to say I'm in two minds about that instance because I didn't read the judgment. I don't know enough about it. I don't know. I can't remember what he was technically prosecuted for because it may have been racial incitement. And if they think there was a burden, I can't remember what it was though. So you know, caveat right there. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so and I'm in because pro- I don't like I don't like people being prosecuted for their speech. Totally. Ha- however, if they however, if they're libeling someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Attempting to damage their reputation, hmm. lying about them—that's a different. That's a different kettle of fish. How? Okay. So when you put your head above the parapet yeah. and spoke about things, were were you instantaneous? Had you always had trolls on Twitter? No. Well, I you used to. Well, well the thing is, I'm, I mean, the thing is, when talking about the Twitter joke trial, I remember, you know, I had like four thousand followers, and you're thinking, well, oh, this is bonzer, isn't it? This is like this is this is the good times. I've made all these in friends are hanging on my every word, and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and and. And, you know, I've got kind of 430,000 followers now, something like that. And, and that seems to be where it's kind of settled. And the biggest run of heat I've ever had was when I ran for Parliament in 2015 in Thanet. Yeah. And, and I had a lot of flack on my Facebook fan page, like really, really, um, really grim, boring, wearying, all this traitor talk, you know. Talk of treachery, all that, 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 the, the, calling, you know, anyone who, because I'd run against Farage and everyone else, let's, let's just point that out. You know, I was also trying to take votes off Labour and the Tories and the Save Manston Airport and whatever. But, 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 but the thing is, is, and they were calling me a traitor, traitor to my country and all this sort of thing. And that kind of, that kind of language. And then there was, and on Twitter, and I used to get paragraphs of that on Facebook. Right, you're a sneering this, that, and the other, and they'd look at my Wikipedia, my ancestry on my Wikipedia, and the thing is about my ancestry is I've learned more from that Wikipedia page than, than you have, ever knew about. Than yourself. I ever knew about myself from my family. Quite extraordinary. Also, and, and some of it's right apparently, and some of it isn't. You know, I found out I live in Hammersmith. I don't have lived in Chiswick the last twenty years. You know, I've never lived in Hammersmith. You know, blah 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 blah, all that stuff. And it's amusing, if nothing else. But 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 what happened on Twitter was it turned into full-blown, relentless um, uh, lies about me and conspiracy yeah. theories about me. What, were the, what was the one, what, give me some of your top three conspiracy well, the theories. Best conspiracy, the best conspiracy, well, first of all, I was put up to running by the EU, who'd <laughs> siphoned money to me via the BBC because I am a lefty BBC comedian, right? And the thing is, is I've, I've, the most work I've done for the BBC, for the BBC itself is I've hosted the one show like four or five times. Everything else I've done for the BBC, I've done as a as, as a freelance to you know. So I've never worked for the BBC. Um, uh, 
the bulk of my TV work has been for Sky and ITV. So, I, I, you know, God willing, one day I'll be a BBC lefty comedian. But at the moment, <laughs> you look at my CV, it's just not there. So, so the, it, and, and then, I mean, the very first week we ran, I was accused of, I mean, Guido Fawkes ran a thing saying I'd overspend to my campaign. And of course, if you overspend on your campaign, you're going to prison, right? Yeah. Um, but we hadn't overspent because, because, because guess what? When we bought the advert, we we um, we didn't pay uh, rate. We you know we paid the rate that was available to us, because I'm not an idiot, right? And and of course we had lawyers look at my candidacy and how it would work and all that because because I'm not an idiot. Because you're not an idiot, right? And 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 it, it and so that's conspiracy theory number one. The EU, SSR, and BBC <laughs> EU money siphoned to, to me by the BBC, and they were paying me to do it. And you and so you'd say to them, well, brilliant. Who do I invoice? Because because I'm up for this money. You know, it's causing me a lot of grief and bother this so what's the who do i who do i call the second conspiracy theory and this is the best of the lot um and also it, it it tells you about the conspiracist mindset right the second conspiracy theory is that i am david Cameron, cameron's first cousin according to conspiracists right <laughs> oh, God. and this is because um my uh great 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 grandfather is william thackeray who wrote vanity fair mm -hmm. right and that's a sort of pub quiz fact about me lovely right? doesn't mean anything it means my mum has some of his furniture and there was a great aunt who used to go on about the, the great satirist and i was following in his footsteps and you think you haven't seen my act love but, yeah. but, 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 but fine come come and see me say fuck a hundred times and, and we'll we'll have this conversation again anyway and and there's a, a genealogy website and they do a thing every couple of years where they do a press release where they like say, look, Obama's related to Kim Kardashian. And, they, and, they, and you go far enough back in anyone's family tree and you will find a link because there are more people now than there were back then. So everyone has to be related. It's really easy. So they did me and David Cameron because someone in Thackeray's family married someone in Cameron's family. And by family, I mean, you know, yeah, family tree. Yeah. 200 years ago, these people got married. Neither of us are products of this uh, <laughs> union, right? Because it's, you know, it's his great uncle. I'm down here. You're, you know, I'm my wrist. So branches that would branches, never be... Branches intertangling, yeah. but nothing to do with either of us, right? And, uh, you know, and create their own tree. And the, and the, and this, you leave this to simmer on a UKIP message board or a, or a you know, a Britain not for traitors message board for long enough. And it comes back as I'm his first cousin and he's put me up to do it. And the Tories have paid me to run wow. because I'm a stealth Tory. Oh my goodness! Right, and 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 the thing is, is I have you know my first cousins. I don't know their I don't know their politics. We did they gain track? Did that gain traction? That gained that gained considerable traction. It became it became a thing that I had to deal with really repetitively. Right, <laughs> uh, and 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 it's just and the thing about that is is the conspiracist mindset needs people to be in tribes, requires people to be of blood with one another and that people of blood all behave in a certain way mm. and the only thing missing from the conspiracy theories that um that that i had thrown at me that year was that there, there were no jews in them oh, bad luck. Uh, well exactly mm. and, the, and what was interesting is you know we keep hearing as a rebuttal to the to the the scandal of what's happening mm. in the in in the labor party at the moment well yeah but look at the tories they're worse well my encounter with right-wing conspiracy theorists and UKIP conspiracy theorists four or five years ago had no Jews in it at all, right? They weren't. They didn't say I'd been put up to it by, um, the, by dark Jewish forces or Zionists or or an Israeli plot or Mossad. It, it was absent from their discourse, and I think that's 
that's really interesting because that's the thing that's that's the thing that is now gripping a slice of people on Twitter. So, th so, th so this fascinates me about you. Um, I met you quite a few years ago, mm. you know, socially, and that's fine. We, you know, we've sort of, and I've yeah. always admired you on Twitter. I, I've loved, I remember being one of the first few people to see you doing uh, the stand up. Amazing. The Jewish thing was never you. You had no skin in that game, and it was never something I thought you were particularly interested in. What made you suddenly speak out on that? Well, because. Well, I mean, uh, well, well, we met all those years ago through through an ex-girlfriend mm -hmm. of mine, who, uh, 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 a Jewish woman, and until I dated her, I had assumed that, um, you know, anti-Semitism had somehow got itself a bad name, let's put it like that, shall we? <laughs> you know, and, and, well, no, in all honesty, it had the state driven through its heart um, yeah. by the Second World War. And, and... Obviously, if you look into the history of the Soviet Union, that's not strictly speaking true. And if you look into, you look into a, a, a lot of history out, but at, but here yeah. certainly in Europe, in Europe certainly a state driven through its heart. And and when I when I went out with her, it, it became a thing I was suddenly much more conscious of. I, you know the, the the little things, and also little things she'd notice, and you'd realise that there was a there actually is a kind of it's still there, right? And and not and not even, but even in a, um, Deborah Lipstadt talks about the sort of philo semite who's the guy guy who goes, I've got a great lawyer, you know, he's Jewish, right? <laughs> yeah. I got myself a really good yeah. Jewish accountant, right? Because that that that's you know that's that's the that's your positive racism, you know, the, the, these these kind of people are good at this kind of thing, right? And and so you you'd kind of you kind of notice that a bit, and sometimes you'd even hear it from Jewish people as a sort of affirmation. Uh, if you want, of 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 their of their people, right? And I'd never know, I'd, and it never occurred to me that this thing even existed anymore. And I kind of remember stuff at school where people, you know, and I went to I went to you know um, middle range uh, boarding school, and I know we were we were racist at school. I know that, you know, we were we were horrible little boys, privileged boys. I know we were. And 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 then you and then you get to eighteen. You think, fuck, what am I doing? Right? <laughs> you you realise you you realise you know because that was the discourse. But it was going out with her, and then when this when it just it just kind of you could see it just start. You could see the and it's after after um you know and you've got to come back to this. It's after Jeremy Corbyn became leader, a flame got lit somewhere, and in a and and in a strange way. There's often this thing when Jews complain. You look at history when Jews complain and say, "Hey, we're being, we're on the receiving end of some bad stuff here." Very often, what happens is people say, "No, you're not. You're making it up." Now, why is that? Because I was always taught as a good, good lefty student that you know, if any minority told you that they felt that they were being oppressed, that you listened to them. Well, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know, and it's and it's also to do with this this idea of. Um, uh, this idea in in some political thinking of you know racism in in power terms so it's class you, issue got, yeah, yeah. it's a class issue or an identity issue and if you've got if you've got a privileged set of people then um uh, uh, then doesn't matter what then their right, victimhood is, yeah, is, is yeah, fake yeah, exactly, is a false flag exactly well of course and of course you know Jews are rich right well well there you go there's your you know that's the yeah. that's your that's your fucking stereotype three out of the traps there isn't it and and the thing about that. And David Bedil's put this very well. Is they may might he said he had rich Jewish relatives, you know, in in Europe, in Eastern Europe, or whatever. Didn't do didn't do them any good. And also, you think being being a rich Jew, being the fact that Jews are rich, what did that do for the three million Polish peasant Jews who were murdered? Right, no, nothing. 
right? So, yeah. so, so there's a there's a demonstrable deconstruction of the idea yeah. that, that that race and uh, and money have any the money and race have any bearing yeah. on on a racist outcome. It's it, it's just it doesn't make any sense. And I think that's that's what it seems to be to do with. I mean, but the thing is, is you've also got. I think you've one of the things that's going on is a is a is a is a real unthinking adoption of a lot of this discourse by people who who are just trying to defend there's a sort of attempt to defend Corbyn and every time you see someone say or the Labour Party because I don't think I I don't even know it's him anymore it's the the, the attempt (laughs) to defend the Labour Party you know of course not we're good people we couldn't possibly be is, yeah, we're is, on the side of we're right. On the side of, we're side of the, we're the, yeah, the angels, and yeah. and and the, the the problem is, is if if you're not checking, double mm. checking, because it anyway. I mean, I I almost I mean I almost think there's nothing more to say about this. I think we with Luciana leaving, you've reached a sing you've reached a point of singularity in this in this discussion. Well, you would have thought, exactly, but, but and I have to say, this podcast is not about the Labour Party, and it's not about anti-Semitism, not about anything. I suppose it's more about how people like yourself yeah. who've actually used that platform yeah, yeah. to talk about what you believe in and who have attracted a negative yeah. pile-ons yeah what how you have dealt with trolling over the years what- oh well 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 very often i mean the the, the, the thing i've never really understood is yeah. why um because i'm a uh, you know supposedly a famous comedian uh, you know you are like, a famous comedian well no but no but you know the, the comedians normally inverted commas for that one celebrities often in inverted commas i mean i don't like being called a celebrity anyway because i'm i'm a comedian i'm not interested in not interested in the yeah, the, totally. the, the, the the other c word, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm an actor. Why, I'm why, yeah, exactly, exactly. Wide variety of c words available. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, a, I'm a, you know, a, um, and I don't see why I should have to put up with people being rude to me. Totally. What? Why? What, you know, because you get people going. I don't know why you. Because very often I will quote tweet, and supposedly that's like bad form. I don't see why if someone's really rude to me, someone's horribly rude to me, why I shouldn't show that up and go look look at the what what you know why should i have to put up with it why am i supposed to grin and bear it why am i supposed to why is it in a you know and and you know this is the thing people argue about it's a public forum someone comes up to me and they're really horrible to me why shouldn't i reply in kind explain what a quote tweet is for people who well, the are... quote, what you can do on twitter and 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 maybe um this explanation will do for the first appeal court i went to with paul chambers right you have tweets where you, you, you simply post a thing. You can reply to that, which is also called a mention, right? You can then retweet um, something someone else has tweeted. So you click on retweet and you repeat what they've tweeted. You can even retweet yourself if you're particularly vain, like I have been on occasion, <laughs> right? And then a the thing called a quote tweet is where you can write above an existing tweet and say, "Hey, look at this brilliant recipe," and you and you you literally quote what the other tweet's saying. And why is or that you, bad you, form? Well, if someone's been a, if someone's been a, an arsehole to you and you retweet, you quote tweet them and go, mm, "Nice to meet new people." <laughs> Just sometimes how I like to do it, or you know, no, you know, thanks for listening. You know, uh, you because I've got four hundred thirty thousand followers. What I'm apparently doing there is saying to all my followers, "Have a go at this person." Whereas I don't think I am. I'm saying to my followers, "Is that a Twitter etiquette?" Apparently, yeah. But that's yeah. rubbish. You yeah. see, that's the thing I don't understand is if somebody sends well, me something hideous and I want to reply to it, I want people to. Why yeah. should this person be yeah. entrusted to anonymity? Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Well, especially as they usually are anonymous as well. And that's the other thing I find. I'm not, you know, the thing is, is what I would never say is everyone has to be themselves, go by their real name and identity verified on Twitter because then you'd you'd miss out on whistleblowing people. You'd miss, yeah. out, miss out on insider stuff and, and a whole, you know, a whole other culture of things and or people feeling they need to get something off their chest that's really important that, that, that they'd get in they'd, get in trouble for though because that of course that cuts in every direction <laughs> but 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 that i don't understand why why what makes me different because because the bloke with 140 followers if someone's rude to him he i presume he's allowed to quote tweet like i i just kind of don't understand it what i wouldn't do is do it piers morgan style and go and i've got nine million followers uh, you loser i wouldn't do that but i'd go i mean i when it when was it it was um Last summer, I had this uh, history program. Mm. Well, it came out in the, in the autumn called "Why Does Everyone Hate the English," and it was it was uh, a funny show, but hopefully with a with a heartwarming Very message. Very good, it was too. That everyone hates the English, and uh, we need to we need to maybe consider that in our in our future actions. <laughs> um, and I had relentless "You hate your country." I mean, you know, there's that stupid. MEP Jared Batten, who's the guy who's now, I think, now head of UKIP, who, who, you know, tweeted me, you hate your country, you're everything that's wrong with this country. Another guy tweeted me, um, you know, you're more of a threat than Anjum Chowdhury to the, <laughs> to, the, to the fabric of this country. And you're like, what? Like, you're like, dude, you know, oh, wow, it's five, it's five light-hearted hours of television with some history in it. You're like, whoa. Right? And, and so what I would do is I would quote, t- quote tweet with them with, watch the programme. Watch the programme, you know, because what you were getting there is that thing of people saying, you lefty trash. And the thing is, I don't really, I, I don't even know if I am a lefty, certainly not anymore, right? Um, uh, uh, you lefty trash, you've said this, you're trying to undermine reverse Brexit with this programme. You know, well, what? You know, it's, it's, it's me and Andrew Maxwell drinking Guinness in Dublin mainly, but if you want, I mean, and the, and the one about Ireland, the, the, there's stuff in, in, in the... Britain's relationship with Ireland which is absolutely hair-raising and within living memory and that doesn't mean I'm a I am um, I, uh, an IRA fan quite the opposite um, but the you know and you think you've got to put that on television and for someone to, to have a go at you for making a history program is is loopy really so I don't so I don't see why I shouldn't reply to that robustly why not why why sh- if okay. someone comes on the thing and, and, and tells me I'm fucking useless I mean and I'm a great admirer of David Baddiel because he he also deals with this all with a very straight bat. You know, that, that thing, people, where well, they always put comedian in inverted commas. Yes. And, and, and I think there's something amazing about the, the, the people saying, only not funny anyway, that they think that that could possibly, I, you know, I've been a comic, I've been a comic nearly 30 years. I'm perfectly well aware that pe- there's a whole load of people who don't think I'm funny. <laughs> it's not, it, it's fine. And in many ways, very often the people who say they don't think you're funny, I'm really glad they don't like me. Because right? you don't want them to I find don't you, want, you don't I want don't your want voice to, to... I don't want them to like me, right? It's not yeah, for them. Yeah, yeah. It's not for them. It's not for our souls. Yes. So, 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 I mean, I, I, I find the rough and tumble of it. I, I quite like, you know, I don't see why I shouldn't um, go back at, but to go back at trolls. I don't see why I shouldn't argue the toss with them. I don't see why they're allowed to argue the toss with me and I'm not allowed to argue the toss Absolutely. with them. I don't understand that rule of engagement. I also really don't understand the person who 
pops in halfway through a conversation you have with someone and causes you attention seeking and then disappears. And you think, well, you, I think you are. Yes. You've just done some attention seeking. There's so much projection that goes on. Yeah, with yeah, it's really, it's yeah. Just but, but I know I do a lot of projection. I mean, the, the other thing is, you know, nobody, nobody's perfect. I know when I get, I know when I get it wrong. I know when I project on there and all that sort of thing. So I'm kind of. But it's when they're telling lies about it. It's when they're libeling you. You just have to go, no, I mean, really, you know, what, what, I mean, I, a long time ago, I had a guy going, oh, I can see why your li- wife left you, you're sad. And, and you think, oh my God. And you're like, well, you know what, if you want, I can tell you, I can tell you actually what happened if you want, right? And then you, you will be mortally ashamed of yourself for ever bringing this up, right? Mm. So, so, but you can't, you can't. You can't ever quite stoop to their level, I think. You've still, you know. I got one the other day that, that said that I was disgusting and shouldn't be listened to in any way because I had acted with Leslie Grantham. Yeah, you no, came I saw in that. on that one. I saw who that. Who had murdered a man and not only that, had uh, suddenly was a yeah. was a funder of the EDL and yeah. Nazi National Front. Yeah. It's disgusting yeah. that I can. Or that I'd murdered Dirty Den and buried him under the. Yeah. What the hell? Well, it's like that picture of Eddie Marson when he I was. was I mean, really well, when you, uh, there's a picture of Eddie Marston. He's playing Himmler, wasn't he? In something. Yeah, and, they're, and, they're, and they're going, How, "Who are you to talk? Look at you, just as a Nazi." And it, <laughs> and you just think, "Oh, come on, this is this is wonderful." Hello there. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Quickly, quickly, we haven't got long. Please listen to the all-new Angela Sandberry podcast. It's a funny one. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. There's so much muck in it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Truth is, a lot of this, it, it's it, it's really funny. Yeah. People are really making hard fools of themselves. Yeah. Um, and and seem to be quite determined to make to make fools of themselves. Yeah. 
and that and you know sitting back as a comic you're looking at it thinking well some of this is like unwritable it's gold but at the same time it's really troubling because because there's a whole you know there's a whole load of people who've talked themselves into a way of behaving and, and think they're doing the right thing have you ever felt threatened in real life by anybody who trolled you um well no i've had i've had um uh, you know there's, there's the difference between that and stalking mm. and i've had some weird weird some no of that sort of stuff that you don't talk about yeah yeah did you have that as well yeah yeah I mean, you big know. time, yeah, mm. really bad at one point. And does that impact in your real life? Yeah, it did once. It because did they twice. that person turned up. Um, uh, we had someone who used to just turn up all the time, and it was and it was just creeping everyone out. And was that from a, was that from social media interaction? Um, I think it was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What can and, you? And 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 you know the, the the thing is, the thing is, it means. <laughs> I was. I think you know. You're nice to some. Sometimes you're nice to people on there, and and they literally like friendly, and it can it can all oh, then turn, yes. it, turn into something else. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that's the thing when you've got a huge profile like yeah. yours. Yeah. Um, do you ever build up relate? I mean, I've got certain trolls that uh, I get regularly, and I've kind of ended up in a sort of relationship with them. I don't know. Do you? Well, there's that? a couple of people. There's one guy. I used to, there's one guy who used to when I when I when I last freelanced for the BBC. I didn't work for the BBC. I'm not a BBC <laughs> um, uh, even even though you know my grandfather, who's always, who always figures in these conspiracy theories, because that's the the other really funny conspiracy theories. My granddad was a he was a um, a diplomat and. Um, and probably, probably an MI6 in the war. Don't was know. he? Yeah, but don't know. We don't know because it was all secret, oh. right? Um, and he was a diplomat, and then, and you know, towards the end of his career, he was a governor at the BBC in the late sixties, early seventies. Wow! So you'd think I should get some bloody God, BBC. God, you bloody work. rare. Yeah, yeah, but I don't, right? So, 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 so you just kind of think they'd always miss that out of their yeah. of their grand conspiracy theory that you know that obviously the BBC. Should have been looking after me, but they, 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 you know, never added up that. <laughs> well, I always like that Rothschild one because for me, the empirical evidence is that the bloke that stood for mayor, who's actually married to a Rothschild, didn't get elected. Yeah. So that blows that theory out yeah. of water that the yeah. Rothschilds control everything, yeah, yeah. except for the mayoral election. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, and, and and what it always comes down to, if, if if this is all controlled, I mean, I always think, you know, even if if you if you if you zoom out and and it's just bankers run the world. Well, if bankers really ran the world. Why would they have let the crash happen? Yes. Because it's made everyone hate them. Yes. They wouldn't have done it. Yes. They'd have uh, they'd have made sure it didn't happen. They'd have accounted yeah. it away and we wouldn't we'd all be none the wiser. But but oh, that's all but, part of their secret yeah. big claws yeah. in and the then, And then you know, and then oh no, oh one of those companies is Goldman Sachs. Oh yeah. yeah. And nudge, nudge nudge wink wink. Do you get any do people get confused or let down by your <laughs> persona as the public? Well, one or two do. And certainly when I ran when I ran um, in Thanet, there were some people who were who were who who felt let down. And I think, to be honest, I think that's hilarious because I you know I, one thing you cannot accuse me of um, in my stand up is subtlety. And uh, um, uh, 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 well, maybe there's a maybe there's a. I think you're a brilliant satirist. <laughs> brilliant yeah, satirist. Yeah, but no, but I think, but but it's 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 meant it's plain. It isn't real. Um, it, how, how could it be? Um, and yet, and yet, <laughs> and yet, and yet, and yet, and yet, and yet. But that's. But the thing is, I think that's funny, and I think that's. I you know I get admonished for it sometimes. You you know you, people never knew, and you you've, you hoodwink people. Well, yeah, that's funny, isn't it? That's just another joke. It's just another. It's just another thing to find funny about it, rather than rather than me to take pause and reflect inwardly and morally on myself. 
I have to say, that first time I ever saw that first show mm. has to rank with seeing Rob. I can't believe I'm saying this to you. This is the greatest compliment. Robbie Williams live at the oh, Met. No, you're and you're fa- honestly, oh, no, you're I have silly. never laughed so much. Oh, it was brilliant silly. because it was unlike anything. It was unlike anything we'd ever seen. It was so beautifully constructed oh, and written. That character was so crystallised. Thank you. To well, turn he's st- into, he's still crystallised. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've got you know, I'm going out. I'm going out on the road in the spring, and um, and I haven't written it yet because um, because you know politics is caught in this sort of repetitive yeah. uh, uh, cycle. And I, I'm, <laughs> I was saying to someone earlier, I was saying, I, you know, I really don't want them to delay Brexit because I need I need a decision by the end of March because yes. I, I go on the road at the end of April. You know, like, come on, do me a favour here. Don't extend. But you were so <laughs> ahead of your, I mean, you were, you know, 20 well, years earlier, you created... Well, the thing is, the thing is, is I did, uh, the thing is, is I did go through a period of people going basically telling me the act was irrelevant and that I was talking about things that, that you know, that weren't relevant. And 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 I, I used to think, you mad? Have you any idea? Like, with people are, people are burningly obsessed about... Yeah. There's a slice of people who, 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 who imagine all sorts of things about the EU, you know, because it's a proxy for all sorts of things. And it, and it explains everything and simultaneously it, 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 it's everything that's wrong with the world and, and it's... And in fact, it's the sort of uh, it, the EU as a sort of super as a sort of singular villain and singular solution is where we've ended up with a lot of our politics now. That you know we've got a lot of magic wand politics now. If we, you know Scotland's if we leave if we leave the UK everything will be brilliant. If we leave the EU, EU here everything will be brilliant. If we nationalise the trains everything will be brilliant. If we you know and and the all of those are then what actually are then what policies then yeah. what. Yep. They're all actual then what things, but if you can present present them as, don't worry, we'll do that and everything will be fine. Yep. And that's what's that's what's happening. It's what we've generated into, and that's why, obviously, you, you know, when you see people so every the public knew what they voted for, in the referendum two year two and a half years ago. Yeah, but the politicians didn't know what the public had voted for. No, no, and that's the, that's actually been the problem. Yeah, it's all very well saying the public know what they voted for, but but but. The, the politicians still don't know and still or can't decide what that was so anyway i mean it's it'll all like the thing is the thing is is you feed all these subjects into the into the pub landlord and you turn the handle and it comes out of the it comes out of the mincer and do people feel <laughs> that the pub landlord trolls them well i think that that i think would be a fair accusation i think that would be um that would be a reasonable um uh, thing to put yeah yeah why not i mean certainly i mean certainly the, the people who were upset and disappointed um uh in 2015 was it 15 or 14 2015 were um felt they'd been trolled i mean we had one young lad who would write in paragraphs on my um facebook and it was really sad actually watching him sort of lay out lay out how desperate he was and and um saying what I never thought you. You know, when I when I saw it was you, I thought, no, this can't be possible. This man's a good patriot. Why would he want to? Oh and, and you're like, oh mate, oh, and, 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 and and then you feel a little bit responsible. And then and then he and he'd really go on and on. And I used to argue and say, you can't. I, I'd, I'd reply and go, you, you you can't say this about me, right? It was only ever character. It was only ever an act. It's, you know, um, that, that you've taken it at face value. That that's really not my problem. It's yours and. It's a satirical tradition where you hold up a thing and it and it doesn't mean what it appears to mean and maybe there's some clues and all this sort of thing. And wow, he, you and, really would get uh, into it with them. Oh no, I really did. And 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 um and then he get, and he starts going. I don't actually believe it's Al Murray writing this. 
And he goes, I think it's a... I think it's probably a, a, a woman, right? I can tell from the tone it's probably a woman, right? And listen, love, you don't have to do this and all that. I've got it screen grabbed somewhere because it was really, it was before I banned him from my fan page. Because in the end, I thought, nah, no negativity on here. No, I'm, no. Done, I'm done yeah. with this. On the fan page, Twitter, where it's me and it's a bit of, it's a bit more, um, uh, it's a bit more um, bare knuckle, fine. But on my fan page, where we're just telling people where the shows are on, you know, if you're going to be rude to me, well, we'll ban you. I'm not. Not interested in that because all my happy fans want to be they want to be happy and in on the joke you know there's a meta show in that though having a character <laughs> that believed in the pub landlord yeah as a real character yeah i suppose there is but I, I i just sort of i mean he was unbelievable and in, and, and the, the reason in the end i banned him is he said look i just want to leave this video up um, <laughs> uh, and it was a video laughing. about and it was a video that was about how the Wehrmacht were um they were just fighting for their country oh, and they were, and they were and they were and they were the good guys and they weren't the good guys really their hearts were in the right places and you sort of think wow okay well can, can i can, can, let me just tell you about poland in late 1939 <laughs> you know like i mean honestly anyway but. one of my most lovely moments on on uh, on twitter was um me and uh, jk rowling sorry to do that name drop but jk rowling we were talking to a very horrible uh, corbynista who yeah. was coming out with the rothschild zionist yeah. nasty 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 and he got joined by a troll called mycroft mycroft as you know yeah. is a proper nazi yeah, yeah, and yeah. the two of them oh he was right yeah. on mycroft's side yeah. right yeah. on you know, the two of them, yes. Yeah. Until the penny suddenly dropped when he realised he was talking to a proper neo-Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. At which point, when the circle had completed, he then went, oh, God, you're actually very right-wing and I'm left-wing. And then he retracted. Like, yeah. he's like, but that brilliant moment when you yeah. think there is a very, very thin... Well, I remember uh, um, a girl, um, well, I assume so, I mean, uh, who posted, oh, right, so now... The, now um, uh, bringing out the Rothschilds is somehow um, anti-Semitic, and and I, I, I and I wrote back to her uh, 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 seriously, <laughs> right? And then and then and in fact, I think I quote tweeted her like seriously, right? And then you and then I went down, and then she went. Actually, I've learned an awful lot today, and I'm, I feel really, really foolish. The thing is, is all this stuff is as old as the hills, and is the same old stuff that's been thrown at. Uh, 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 Jewish people since time began yeah um, and um, and the fact that it's now a secular version doesn't mean it's any less um, poisonous and it's not you know as uh, people come on here and uh, you know we've had people talking about being trolled for being trans for being trolled about yeah. not being trans for being yeah. trolled about uh, the EU stuff it's all part and parcel what advice would you give to somebody who is on Twitter social media that has is just speaking out about things that they that they um want to speak out about but are scared got any advice well if you if you don't like you know it, it, the thing about twitter is you is you curate it it's up to you what you want it to be so if you want if 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 you want um to to speak your mind and say what you want but you don't want uh, mean people being rude back to you just block them you, and what you don't do, because you could mute them, but then you'll actually get, they can still screen grab you and pass it round and all go, ha ha, look at, look at this person. And that will always eventually come back to you. You'll always, you'll always eventually get wind of it. Especially if you've got a strong opinion about something. And especially if you've got a strong opinion about something that's really current, and the, 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 you know, the, the rapids are running fast around, you know, that the water's really white. And so you, you block, you block the people. And I have days where I just think, no, I'm not interested in you being anywhere near me. I'll block you. Other days I mute because because every now and again you'll see a you'll see a conversation. You think, oh, 
who's that in there? There's a voice missing from this, and I don't know who it is. And I go and have a look. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one, right. You know, Smeggy Pants. Oh, Smeggy, yeah. You know, people who've been following the, the, the anti-Semitism around know perfectly well who he is. Yeah. And, 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 it, and that, that's, the, that's what I would advise, you know, curate it, make it the space you want it to be. That's good. And, and so if you, and if you see someone and you don't want anything to do with them, just block them. It's really, really, really simple. Um, and and you can, or you can soft block, which is the thing where you block them and then you unblock them five minutes later. What does that do? That means they think they've been blocked, so they won't trouble you again. Um, uh, and you're kind of the, 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 you, you, you're, you've dealt with them. And a lot of friends recommend a lot of my friends recommend doing that because because what they ca- they can't what they can't do is go back to the page and oh. where you've blocked them and they triumphantly hold you up as having blocked them. Oh, ah. Oh, oh. That's good. So yes, because they do use that as their badge. It's a way of, of shaking them off. Yeah, and that's a brilliant bit of advice, Al. So clever. Just that no, no, you I create your. I wish that I, I hadn't thought of it. I'm no, 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 no. Recycling just... someone else's. I think what you said about it's your space. You create your timeline, yeah, yeah. so you can either be reactive or you can be proactive, yeah. and you can decide how little or how less you want to interact. Yeah, I mean, in the same way that the people who bang on about. Um, uh, uh, Rothschilds have curated, made their own space for themselves. <laughs> you too can make your own space. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I, uh, the, the thing is, is the, the, the thing is, 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 is it's when they start lying about you and, t- and, and spreading untruths yeah. about you. you. That's when you've got, that's when I don't see why, you, I don't see why you wouldn't take action. And it's also that there's absolutely no way that you saying you, you've lied about me there, retract it, is you being aggressive it's you can't characterize it aggression at all you can't characterize it as bullying yeah. you can't characterize it anything it's just simply you saying you, you know you're, you're out of order there you need to you take that down but it's very hard when um like saying the moon is made of cheese if people wanted people when you turn around and go look this factually is incorrect and it's yeah. libelous and they turn around and go no it's the truth yeah or you know i've had luciana burgess yeah. just been on the, the show and she you know to be told that your own abuse didn't happen and that you were lying yeah, about yeah. needing security yeah. because it didn't happen to you yeah well it, it did happen to me no it didn't yeah and they were all no right. i've seen that i've seen i've seen her dealing with that and it's, you and you think you think well this is just this is this is crazy and also i mean it doesn't it honestly it, it it's totalitarian as well. Isn't yeah, it, it is it's, totalitarian. It's to say that the you know the ups down downs up, you yeah. weren't there. Two so, and two is five, Mister yeah, O'Brien. I mean, yeah, exactly, and it's it, that that's what it is. Yeah, and the sort of eagerness for people. I mean, the thing that, that always always amazes me is people are, are keen to get on board with that, and you think, what yeah. are you doing? What are you doing? Do you not know? Do you not know where this leads? Where did the nuance go? Because actually, Twitter in two thousand and nine, when Badil yeah. and Omid got me on it, yeah. it was it was, it was a fun. Giggle. Yeah. It was a giggle, and yeah. there was a certain amount of nuance. And what's happened? Is it? Well, it was secret then. I think it was. It was. It. It, it, it wasn't every. Um. Uh, every Tom Dick and Harry, in it, I think. But also, I mean, just in debate. I mean, Badil says that it's because the largest troll in the world is actually the president of the United States of America, yeah. and that that's just an agenda now that the world is following. I. I don't know. I mean, I can see. I can see that. I mean, I've still had. I mean, you know, in the because I, I sort of have uh, history. Twitter is my sort of side thing, where me and these sort of historians will argue about stuff, or we'll talk, debate things, and kick them around. And that tends to be all very nuanced, and 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 it, and it shows it's entirely possible to have a nuanced discussion and a proper a proper, you know, uh, to and fro about a thing and and discuss a thing. It's entirely possible if everyone's doing that in good faith. It's the it's the it's the lack of good faith. Yeah. Which is which is the 
you know, the, in fact, the kind of the hallmark of the troll is the lack of good faith. It, you, they're not there. They're not there to have a proper argument with you. They're, they're, they're not even there to have an argument with you. I mean, this is the thing: is people don't even know what they mean by an argument. They, they, you know, you, you get into discussions, but sometimes I get into discussions with some people, and you go, "Have you read your own?" Where we've got to now, like ten tweets in. Have you read your earlier tweet? You read your own tweets because I'm just quoting back to you what you said. You know, and a, a guy had a real go at me the other day. You know, because my act was anti-Scottish, and I'm like, and I hate Scots people. I think, well, I'm in a band with five of them, right? And, and you know, so that's pretty all right. How does that work then? But let's not let let's not that let that get in the way. And my eldest daughter was born there, so let's not let let's not let that get in the way of you know what you're trying to say here, mate. And he'd quoted Ricky, you know, like Ricky saying. Everyone's too eager to get offended these days, to you know, or something like that. So I, I just tweeted back to him and said, "You're you. This is in your timeline. You saying that people shouldn't be offended by comedy. You, you're quoting that, and because you obviously think he's got that right." And he goes, "How dare you quote the far superior Mr. Gervais?" I'm saying, "No, I'm just, I'm just. You, you, you're using that as a point. Well, Ricky knows how to be offensive. Not like you." And I think, "No, no. no you, what you're saying is, you'd think Ricky's." point about people um, being selective about what they're offended is right and you're being selective about what you're being offended by like so in other words you don't even know how to make you don't know how to compose an argument here you don't you don't even know you don't know how to argue you don't know that the the thing you've set this up on has to be the thing you go that we're going to go back to rather than you know, it's fucking remarkable. It's fucking different? insane. Actually. I mean, I love it. I mean, I, I mean, sort of. I am endlessly amused by. Yeah, it. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, it, does, it is amazing. Like, and yeah. you're so you're you were one of the first, but you know, you're brilliant at it. What's your definition of a troll? Uh, oh, I think someone someone um, uh, who who wants to um, uh, someone who's determined to argue with you in bad faith. Someone who's determined to argue it's, with you in bad faith. It's what it boils down to. They're not interested in a, They're not interested in anything other than a bad faith encounter with you. Very good. And the thing is, is the thing is, is I've had people be rude to me, and you sort of think, actually, that this is, there's an element of fun in that, and an element of you know the dreaded B word banter. But other times people are, other people, other times people, you know, and there's some people, you know, like, like I said, one or two people who I've sort of, who trolled me to start with, I think, and and who argue, or argued in a boring, repetitive way. Um, and you'd, in the end, I well, follow them now with four or five people who I, I think we, we, we actually, we chat, you know, we've got, we've got, there's a guy who used to go on and on about how I was a big, typical BBC lefty comedian, you know, his LinkedIn. And I said, well, I live in Chiswick, right? So I'm not, you know, you're wrong there and 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 he goes well you're in favor of this as well you know i've never had a meeting with an editor who told me who checked out whether i voted labor or not or or what my views on climate change were it didn't happen right it didn't it didn't happen so that so that all your assumptions aren't aren't true and 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 i know you i know you want them to be because it you know your well view your view of the bbc is this that and the other but it's just not i'm really sorry it's not true and i'm and we, I, I, but i was happy to carry on engaging with him and saying you, you know, uh, yeah, fine, but that isn't that isn't the case. You know, I mean, even the idea that there's one BBC is like um, ridiculous because if you go to Radio Two, yeah, they're nothing to do with Radio Five, and they're nothing to do with Radio Four, and they're certainly nothing to do with BBC Scotland. Exactly. And and, and uh, you know, there's a, there's a whole set of them all grinding away, competing with each other. In actual fact, so the idea that you walk in 
to one building and 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 become homogenized is ridiculous so i would i did have an argument one of these with one of these guys and we we're, we're now we now you know we talk about history now because we found an we found a non contentious area you to argue you found enough to have the bants with yeah, what's yeah. your favorite period of history well i'm really i am really fascinated by the second world war and i sort of keep i keep being drawn back to it and um and i wrote a book about how i grew up on it all um, a few years ago and the idea was in writing that book I was going to put it to bed mm. and but to write the book I had to do a load of research <laughs> so I got I got drawn right oh, back yeah. into it into it again and I'm still really interested in it and I, and I but I'm also I'm also interested in just you know because I'm the generation it's still got a grip on I grew up on war films and action man and airfix and I and and when so when I hear Boris Johnson talking about the Dunkirk spirit and I think well my grandfather was killed at Dunkirk exactly you know, did you, you like the film um, I did. I did like the film. There were some historical errors in it, of course. What do you think? What were the errors? <laughs> oh, the beach wasn't anything like crowded enough. It wasn't busy. It wasn't it, because he didn't want to use CGI. Yeah. It just wasn't. It wasn't busy enough and all that sort of thing. But you know, like I mean, whatever. It. it I thought it was a. It was I brilliant. It was a brilliant, I didn't know. It was a brilliant, brilliant movie. Really brilliant. And the and the Spitfire um, uh, had too much. Flew too long a sortie and had too many bullets in its wings. But look, you know, this, this. Oh my God, I want to talk about everything with you. <laughs> I need to talk about. We, we, don't, we, don't, we, just, we absolutely cannot go down the war films rabbit no, hole. No, but then the next thing I want to talk to you about, we'll have to turn this off in a minute, yeah. is I want to know why the glorification of war and games, online games, I don't understand it. Well, that's, that's me having an action man, but. Is it? We knobs on, yeah. I knew that one popped up the other day, and it was just like, "Well, I don't get the glory of this." Nor do I, but mm. nor do I. But I think it is. It's part of the same. It's part of the same thing. I think. One of the things I always wanted to do of yeah. recent was one was to be an archaeologist because I'm obsessed with yeah. history, but I'm more of a Rome, Imperial Rome, which is a bit yeah. like the Nazis. But second of all, I would have probably gone off and joined the YPG and fought in Cabane. Um, would you have done something like that? Gosh, what would I have done? Um, well, the thing is, is my mother's father, he was a stockbroker and he was a, you know, in the, in the late 30s, he joined his county regiment as a territorial soldier. Yeah. And then he went in the winter of 39 and didn't come home in, in the summer of 1940. And I think that's, and then my, my father's father, he was at the BBC and he got recruited into uh, the foreign office and then did all sorts of weird, spooky stuff. What did he do? Well, we don't really know. How do you know? How, why don't well, we, we know? Well, we know, we know enough. He, he worked for a thing called the, um, uh, uh, the Political Warfare Establishment, which was set uh, alongside SOE. Wow. Um, and he ran a load of radio stations at the end of the war, black radio stations that were fake German news radio stations and would, wow. were broadcast into Germany, often on the same frequency and all this sort of thing. So who's involved in that? But some other stuff that we don't know about, and there's a there's a thing where a guy mysteriously died in in Alexandria, and my grandfather was around at the time, and my uncle is convinced that he was part of an effort to bump him off, and my dad says, "No, it's not true." Yeah, <laughs> Al Murray. Oh, tell me quickly while you're here, where, where are the band's playing? What's going on? What can oh, we play? well, so I'm on tour. Um, March to um, uh, no, not March. April to July, and then Fat Cops, my band. We have an album out on March the 1st and the first show we're doing is on March 4th and then some shows in the summer, hopefully. Festival gigs. You're, I long loved you. You're a genius. And I have to say on social media, particularly on Twitter, oh, you are a god. Thank, thank you, Al Murray, for being here today. 
Woo, that was uh, that was really interesting. I could sit with Al forever because he is he's fascinating. He has an amazing wide peripheral vision on the world and particularly on this subject, he understands social media and Twitter so well. Um, I I'm actually knackered. He always blows my mind with his intelligence. I hope he did yours too. Certainly made me think about trolls in a different way and how to approach them. Hope you'll join us next time on Trolled with Tracy Ann. Game of Thrones The Walking Dead Westworld No, that's the West Wing. West, Westworld. There have been many podcasts which seek to analyse the complexities, the depth, the plot lines, the hidden story arcs, the beauty of these productions. Quite simply, the world doesn't need another one, which is why we're applying that level of discussion to the bottom of the televisual barrel and scraping it with a weekly celebration of The One Show. That's right, BBC One's flagship early evening fluff cast doesn't get the in-depth chewing over it deserves. Until now, welcome then to The The One Show Show, where we treat the Matt Baker, Alex Jones vehicle with the level of sophisticated examination one would ordinarily reserve for the likes of The Wire. It's very sad that it's come to this, isn't it, Sandy? Fuck the casual viewer, The Wire's creator David Simon once said. See, I'd get angry, but I wouldn't say anything. I'd keep it inside, which is bad for you, apparently. Committed viewing requires commitment, and that is what we're bringing to that programme where every now and again, Giles Brandreth will visit a factory to see how paint is made. He always delivers, doesn't he? Well, I'm in. A barn owl and a marsh area. On each The The One Show show, I'll be joined by a guest destroyer of worlds. What did you learn from this week's The One Show? The presenter, Angelica Bell, can't swim. (laughs) It's disarray. The baby's on the floor. Alex Jones sniffed a bandage to see if she could smell Parkinson's disease on it. It's not great. Uh, (laughs) And with that, good night. Down in the hole. Great big owl. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.